Down. We're on. How are we? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. Very well. Been keeping, been keeping well. Yeah, mate. You'll notice something a little bit different about what's in front of me this evening. There'll be no can cracks. No can cracks. He's uh, just a bottle of water. Having a bit of a detox. He's having friend. a bit of a. De- so, how long do you plan to have this detox for? Uh, so it will be just on six weeks. My birthday, my thirtieth birthday, is yep. um thing. Now I'm not doing a full light like, dry July type thing. Yeah. So I will probably have a couple of glasses of red through this period, um, but I don't drink. I can't drink hell red wine. Don't enjoy it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like yeah. I'll have a glass on a fucking Friday night when I'm finished work because it's just like a nice glass of a dinner. You just get that bit of like a buzz feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Nice. I don't get that from beer. Like I don't get a buzz from beer. I get not anything, not anything, not anything, not anything. Fuck. That's the only <laughs> yeah, way I can drink beer. Yeah. So like, I'm always working to that fucking point, um, and I just like I drink. I don't ever drink at home too many beers i just can't do it because it's like it takes effort yeah, i'm always it's doing always a something social thing yeah. but then on the weekend when i'm yeah i'm doing something like i mean fuck me and my brother probably had eight or nine beers before we left um for the gig on saturday night yeah and then i've had at least four or five red tins three four jacks at the place and i've come back here and had fucking a beer that was in the fridge from when i was here last week yeah had some fucking red wine with pato yeah, ended up fucking almost whiting because I just don't fucking smoke weed that <laughs> and much. Then, and then and then you woke up and we went to fucking boat deck, boat deck, and then, then got grabs, more drinks. Then I fucking smashed a six pack. Yeah, of beer. you went so, too hard, bro. You went too um, hard. Oh look, I was feeling killer on the Saturday, on the Sunday, but then I was just like, man, like it was just so much. And so I just thought, got my thirtieth coming up. I'm already been trying to like fucking eat well, exercise, do that shit. So I thought, might as well add another element to it and just have yeah. no beers. I don't drink spirits anyway, so the only rule, I, the only thing I can break is I have a red wine, yeah, and I can't take the piss out of it and go and smash three bottles on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be trashed at all for the next six yeah. weeks. That's my plan. Well, that and it, no fucking durries. That's no why I'm durries. done. It, man, it, would, durries, it would be man. the durry mouth that fucked you up more than anything. I just, yeah, look, it, it, this excuse that I have, because I've said on the podcast before, I used to smoke flat out, and now I have not smoked properly. For four years. It's four years now because I, yeah. I gave up smoking during the week um, and shit like that. And just if I'm not – if I stay at home and I don't do anything and even if I have beers at home, I don't have a diary. Like I could go like two, three weeks without having a diary. Then I catch up with my fucking brother yeah, or one of fucking... my mates and and I'll just fucking punish 30. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this excuse that I've given myself of like, oh, well, at least I don't smoke all the time anymore is just not – doesn't cut it, man. Yeah. Like, when I've been now doing this whole smoking when drinking thing for four years, yeah. like how is it really any better? I'm still gonna put, I'm still putting thirty of my fucking lungs in one weekend. Yeah, well that's and it. Then, yeah, just, maybe it's just it less is. spread out. You've been smoking. Yeah, maybe it is good that I'm not doing it. Then having you know another twenty in the fucking week and then another thirty. Yeah, yeah it is better, but yeah. I could be still doing better. So yeah, that's it. I, I'm stopping this fucking excuse of like, oh well, at least I'm better than what I was. But it's like now it's time to fucking get rid of them properly. Yeah. So well, that's good, um, man, because it, it it ties in about what we wanna what we wanna talk about today. And yeah. before we go any further. Um, I just want to dedicate this episode to my boy, Ryan. He, uh, sadly passed, uh, last week and, uh, it, it's, it's been fucking hard, man. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to, we wanted to talk about, uh, staying healthy and 
you, you know the whole like the thing with like men it's not so much with women because i've i've noticed that they're a lot more you know likely if there's a problem to go to a doctor i think in the case of ryan he um he, he got to it too late uh and he he like in his in his last few months there when I saw him he he was looking the best he'd ever looked, but and he was saying he was eating healthy and he'd he'd quit drinking and he had quit smoking and he was living his life, um but he I guess he just got to it too late man yeah it's like it's, so it was and so obviously it was bowel cancer that he, yeah that so he it was cancer yeah so he passed from he passed from cancer and um so we, we found out like oh well he he would have started telling people probably like last. Only probably like last August, maybe, and it was pretty devastating. But then when I caught up with him in October, uh, he actually came to Halloween Halloween party, and he he's always, he was always such a like a, a positive and strong like kind of person, and like he was like, no, nah, I'm I'm going to beat it, man. I'm going to beat it. Like I don't care what the doctors say, and like you know, it convinced it convinced me because he was looking good, and then I saw him again at the end of last year, so a couple of months ago. And he was looking even better. Like it looked like he had been going to the gym and he had been eating right and stuff like that and making all the all the all the right choices. But I guess when it comes to your health and when it when it comes to cancer, you, you just um you just never know. Yep. You that's just exactly never right. know. So man. did the doctors give him longer than what he ended up having or anything like that? Like- I'm not too sure. He told me he, he told me that they had diagnosed it at like as soon as he got diagnosed, he was diagnosed like stage four or stage three straight away. So like that's that's where that, that's why we wanted to talk about like if you're feeling like there's a problem, yeah, go just go get it fucking checked out. Take take a day off work and get it checked out. Like because you, it's not heroic to fucking go, be like, all right, yeah, we'll fucking should be right. It'll it'll go away because it one day it won't be right, you know. And like so, like and and I and even I'd noticed recently, like there, there's like a mole on my back that I haven't hadn't like noticed. Yeah. Like, or if I had, I, like I hadn't really had that thought. But then, everything that's happened in the last week, I was like, you know what? I, I reckon I need to get that checked out because, like, I don't know if it's getting bigger or if it was just me being paranoid or, yeah. or like grieving or You'd whatever. Rather be but paranoid and okay than unparanoid. Yeah, man. That's it. Okay. That's it. So yeah, it's it's been it's it's been really hard, man. Because he was such a strong and like positive dude. Like yeah. you know, you, you you met him a few times. He was never, he was never talking shit. He was never yeah. negative. He was never. He was one of them people that was just always always smiling, always yeah. laughing, always. And and it, and it makes me think that maybe he knew deep down that he wasn't going to make it. Yeah. But he was telling people that he was beating it, and he was. You know, to make sure that to, his last to make his sure that his last days weren't filled with negativity just, and people yeah. worrying about it. Yeah, yeah, that's a very strong possibility. Well, I also yes. um, lost a friend a few years ago um, to a brain tumor. Yeah, and oh, look, I don't know the particulars around whether he let it go or whether it just snuck up. But the thing that was the most devastating and kind of lines up with what we're talking about is that they initially gave him seven years. Yeah, they okay. said it was a slow growing thing, and that you know they wasn't going to be doing anything about it, but that he had a long time. Yeah, and then just shit took a turn. What turned into seven years was suddenly a few months, then became a few weeks. Yeah, it, it's fucked how fast cancer can grow, bro. And it fucked me up because I, when they first found out about, it, I didn't want to swarm him. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So then I kind of like gave him a bit of time. We went to this rally for brain cancer. Um, 
uh, and that, and I didn't really get to see him much that day. This is when Erica was pregnant with Winston. Yeah. And I didn't really get to see him much that day, but I got to give him a hug and whatever, which I'm so thankful for that day. But then after that, I was like, look, we'll have a proper catch-up soon. Yeah. And then it was only weeks after that brain cancer rally where he looked, you know, pretty good other than the massive scar on his head where they yeah. cut some of the tumour out. And yeah. then he was gone. And, like, so th- this man as well is one of the most, like, you know those people that just, like, set a core, a, like a, a pathway for your life that would have just been completely different hadn't you met them? Yeah. And like so, I started this. Um, uh, and I, I want you to tell me more about your guys, you and Ryan's story in a second. I want to yeah. know more about how um, that friendship came about and a little bit more about it. But yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I started. Uh, so I, I, I finished. I ended up failing year twelve by one mark. So I went into my English exam by on a fifteen out of twenty. And then I failed my exam so badly that I ended up on a nine. Yeah, okay. Didn't end up getting my SACE technically, even though I was like fucking such a pretty good student my whole fucking schooling. I ended up technically yeah. failing year 12. Didn't know if I was going to have to do year 13. Got into this TAFE course on the basis that I'd been working at HJ's technically part-time hours for like five years. They were like, you've done enough to yeah, show yeah. that you're eligible for this course. So I got into this software development diploma. Um, and I only just realized this. I was talking about it this week, but like I was traveling to the city for this course, which is a full-time course. It was fucking hectic shit that I was learning. And then I was still working like well over permanent part-time hours at Hungry Jack's. I'd like go to the city all day, then come back and work till midnight at Hungry's and then get up and do it all over again. Yeah. And no wonder that course was fucking burning me out. But so I met this man, um, his name was Ithy and uh, we just bonded over gaming and shit like that. Um, Ended up like he got me to jump on like the online chat thing that we had with him and his mates that all went to Trinity. Yeah. Ended up started getting inviting to their parties. And then that's the, his like best mate at that time is the guy that I ended up living with. I talked about playing a thousand hours of Dota. Oh yeah. Me and my partner um, ended up moving in with him. Yeah. Um, And so then that whole like, so like we failed the course together because we went and spent all our fucking time at the uni bar because we just didn't even like the fucking course. Didn't see ourselves. As soon as we found out that like being a programmer, a junior programmer was like the shittest fucking thing oh, in the yeah, world. Yeah, it would be, bro. And realizing that we didn't have enough passion for it. Like you had to really fucking, your dick had to get hard over coding and yeah, that wasn't, okay. we were just nerds, you know what I mean? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole whole like segue of my life, like I've got my core group of school friends that I've still got now, but like it broke me away from that, gave me this whole other group of mates that were like really big on the nerd stuff, which I had been my whole life, like, just gave me this whole other chapter and it wouldn't have existed had we not ended up in the same lesson together and yeah. um, you know, meeting each other and everything else. So it was it was really um it was really devastating. And he again, he was just one of those people. Like I found recently my my book for my twenty first where everyone had written in. Yeah. Um and you know, and it had a bit of a breakdown because I just read his his beautiful note in that. Um, you know, telling me he's like, I'm same thing that I was thinking, you know, so I'm just so glad that we did that course, even though we failed, it was just such a, I had such an amazing time. Um, and it's just crazy, man. You know, again, you know, that, that you took, I took him for granted, even, you know, I was so much, so busy in other parts of my life and kind of drifted a bit away from that group once I'd moved out of that yeah. house and was living with, 
other housemates and you know you just party with them every weekend. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I wasn't it. making as much of an effort as when we were living yeah. in those houses. Yeah, but together. that's understandable. I'm sure he would have. Of course, and I look. I know that he doesn't. You know, he's looking down, not thinking anything come of it. But you know, they're just all the things that you think about. You're like, I wish I made more of an effort. Oh, 100%. I wish I made more of an effort that, when I knew. That's exactly what was going through my head on Friday. I was like, I just wish I got to see him one more time. Like, I wish I got to. Yeah. You know, and 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 it and it made me question like whether I was a good friend to him, even though like. You know, his brother had told me, he's like, you were always such a good friend to him. Yeah. It made me question, like, fuck, could I have done more? Yeah. Like, and I don't know if that's something that, like, everyone feels like when someone close to them passes or, or what, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, Yeah, and look, I think it is. And as I said, I felt that and I even feel it a bit now that, you know, there's been things that that group has done and stuff that I, like, you know, obviously I was at the funeral and, and invited to a couple of things sort of immediately after it, but then I just stopped hearing from that group again yeah. and I was like, you know, did I, by not making an effort to thrust myself back into that group, did I, you know, was I, but then it's kind of like, oh, it's a two-way fucking street, man. Yeah, that's it. I can't invite myself to shit. You yeah, know? yeah, if yeah, exactly If they're not right, going man. to um, still make an active effort to, to, to do things. So, yeah, but you can't, look, you can't beat yourself up about that kind of stuff, man, I think. Nah. That, you know, because, at the end of the day. And because, like you said to me, man, like he, I only got to meet him a couple of times, but he very much seems like someone who wouldn't want you beating yourself up over anything. Nah, and that he'd want you to just be focusing on on all the amazing times. And, you know, yeah. I've already heard so many cool stories just in the last week. And, I, and I'm sure next week for you guys at the funeral and the wake afterwards, it's going to be an amazing – it seems like the – the kind of person that would want everyone to just fucking yeah. have a, a great laugh and yeah, man. Um, well, like just just last year back at the old the old den, um, when I had that housewarming, yep. would have been when you probably last saw him. Like like the it just it just like I couldn't stop thinking of about when we were like laying in this cardboard me him and rookie, you know the three Ryan tears. We were laying in fucking this big cardboard box where that my couch came in at the front of the house. Just absolutely trash. Just talking shit. You know, you, you can't help help but think about those times. And then I've got a video that I found because I knew it, I knew that I had videos of him, but like I, I found this video of like on that same night of um, rookie passed out on the couch and he was teabagging him. And I got this video of him teabagging rookie, which is fucking excellent. Yeah. And then R- rookie was telling telling me today. He's like, oh, do you remember that time where you, me, and Ryan? Um, were at his birthday a couple of years ago. We were at the beach, um, like hired a house up up like north along um, the York Peninsula. Yep. And we'd hired this house, and down the bottom, like down the like the stairwell go, that goes down to the beach, a few hundred meters the other, like you know, up the beach, there was this dinghy, and it was fucking six in the morning, and we had fireworks. So me, Ryan, and Rookie went out. We, we got the dinghy. And we like pushed the dinghy out into the water, let off his fireworks and fucking like went went crazy. And we were getting like trashed in this dinghy. And then probably a couple of hours later, the owners for, who were obviously in the house, like a few houses down, came out and they were like, all right, get the fuck out now. You've had your fun. And we were like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, that's our fucking titty. Get the fuck out. Like raging at us. So we were like, fuck it. We just jumped out. Like the water was like, you know, the tide had gone out. So it was only like up to our knees at that point. So we just left the boat where it was and walked out. I uh, walked back to our house. And then I found out from Rookie like only pretty recently that he never got the bond back because the those people complained to the owners of the Airbnb that we had stolen their dinghy <laughs> and, le- and left it 
and left it in the middle of the ocean. Wow. And we were like, we were like, dude, it's fucking like 10 meters off the shore. We didn't steal your dinghy and leave it in the ocean, man. But like still, it's memories like that that fucking, you know, when when you lose someone, they're the things that pop up. It's, yeah. There's nothing else. I, I never had a bad time with him. So yeah. it's not like that there was any bad times that like, you know, I'm reflecting on. But sometimes people, when they do lose someone, they have bad times as well, yeah. you know. But I know for me in this case with with, with Ryan is like there there was nothing but good times, man. And all, and all yeah. these fu- all these funny memories that like before you probably couldn't remember now come flooding back. Yeah, yeah, because you're really putting that effort into it, and that yeah, that was the same thing for me, man. Like, and that the 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 night of the funeral, Erica went home because she was still pregnant, I think, at the time, or yeah, I think she was she was pretty much ready to pop. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I went back to. Uh, our mate's house and like it was where we'd had a lot of time together this house in particular um and so we used to go there and we'd play board games or we'd just sit out the back and like he used to roll these fucking baseball bat joints like but out of like sit out of tobacco paper oh okay so he would add them fucking all together and make this monster and it wasn't like you know cheating the system and just getting those big baseball bats which in hindsight Fucking dude, go to Happy High Hers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like watching him and he used to have a Bible that oh, was hollowed right. out. Yeah. So like a Bible in his like little fucking, you know, and he so he was um he was a uh, he was from uh Laos. And oh, okay. so his yeah. name was like Ithi, I double T H I H. Oh, okay. Um yeah. and the I think there was this was the first moment I ever remembered of him is um I think we'd met each other and we were just kind of like, Oh, hey, how you going? Yeah. And the thing that got me and I was like, this motherfucker was we're sitting in our one of our first lessons of, of this class. Yeah. And no one could say his name. And it's weird. It's fucking pronounced Ithi. It's I double T H I H. Like it just doesn't yeah, it's not okay. something you would have yeah. ever when seen. You think about that. Yeah, yeah, true. So the teacher is like going Ithith Ith and he's like, just call me Tom, dude. It's my slave name. And Tom. I fucking lost my oh, shit. No. Like and because and he was like such a like, you know, he didn't have an accent or anything. Like he was very Aussie. clearly lived like born here. Yeah. Lived, well, yeah, or yeah, at yeah. least lived here most of his life. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. if he moved here when he was real young. But, you know, so well-spoken, so funny, so, like, Australianized, and all his mates were just fucking nerdy white dudes and, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, from that moment on, man, but, yeah, you, in that time when we spent in that house, I just kept expecting him to walk through the door and you'll have those moments. Like, on Wednesday when you're all together with them, yeah. you'll just kind of expect him to walk around the corner. Yeah. And that's such a weird feeling to have, but it's kind of cool that you'll, you know, and it will happen all the time and, like, you and yeah. Rookie and his brother and – and everyone are hanging out, you're going to get that feeling of just like expecting that he's just going to all of a sudden rock up and, yeah, man. and yeah. be there. And that, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing, you know. It's obviously sad that that's not going to happen, but it's, yeah. it's a cool thing to be able to, I guess, encapsulate or, or remember um, his his memory um, in those kind of ways when you're with those people, man. Oh, so, 100%, man. 100%. Yeah, it's just so, it's so fucking hard. Like, you, you know, I put that thing up on the wormholes page after I had found out what had happened and – it's just you, you really – you know, we talk about the mental health stuff and, and that all the time, but, like, the physical health stuff and also, like, and, and the two things that tie them together, the mental health stuff and the and the physical health stuff, is the need to just be fucking talking to everyone, catching – like, yeah. you've you got to find the time, man. Yeah, man. We're all so busy, but find the time because there's nothing worse than that feeling of, like, man, I just wish I fucking – sent that text message or did something. Yeah, man. Because, you know, it, it tied, it, the mental health stuff, obviously you never know when, you know, someone might, you know, hit that moment and take their lives. But it could just be a fucking – so many people, man, so many friends of mine, no one real close to me but people that I know 
motorbike accidents, man. Dude, yeah. I know so Death many traps, people man. that have fucking lost their yeah. their brothers, their 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 um uh, their uncles, their sons, whatever it is, to to motorbike accidents. Yeah, and um, motorbikes are fucked, bro. Yeah, there was a guy. They're that fun. I, like, if you know what, I'd ride one like on a track. Yeah, where there's no fucking idiots, like. Because having a, having a, a driving job really shows you just how fucking stupid cunts are driving. Yeah. Like people suck, dude. Yeah. Like a lot of people really suck yeah. at driving. So that like I love motorbikes and I would love to like take a real powerful, you know, like an like an R one around a track around Malala or something like that. Because that would be because that would be like safer. Well, look at that advert but where like, they're like, you know, the, that that re- it's actually a really good one where he comes off the bike on the track. The, the F1 driver, what are they called? Jeep, GP motor Jeep, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's hitting like the buses and whatever else, like hitting yeah, the fucking bus that. stop. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. the and that's the thing, when they're on the track, there's none of that shit. So you can come off and fucking slide and you're actually in decent. The amount of fucking cunts that drive around my fucking hood, right? In, yeah. um, with fucking pit bikes, yeah, or, with or fucking thongs dude, and shorts, and not even a helmet, and shit dude. Cruise up and down this street yeah. like, at fucking four in the morning, man. Yeah. And I saw saw like two dirt. Like I was on my balcony and I saw two dirt bikes fucking cruising by, and they they were literally just wearing shirts, shorts, and a helmet. And I was like, if you fall off that, even at fifty k's an hour, you're ripping most of your fucking skin. You up, are dude. gone. You are gone, dude. People don't like. People just don't understand. Yeah. So there was a guy that I, I worked with at HJ's, and yeah, again, you know, we we used to. Uh, hang out a fair bit when we worked together, but I hadn't seen him in a long time. But yeah, so it was heartbreaking, man. That again, he just goes out for a ride one night, yeah, man. And his family, friends, and everyone else never sees him again. And yeah, um, it just it really stamps. You know, it could be that, it could be, it could be cancer, it could be something else, brain tumor, whatever it is, man. You just never know when. And oh, that's the thing is that I've, I've been stupid enough to just think that I've got infinite time, man. Yeah, me and, you too. Know, I'm bro. coming up on my thirtieth birthday and. You know, I've been pretty lucky. I've never really had any major issues, but who knows? It yeah, could be man. fucking well, something around it. the Ryan corner. Ryan was only 36, I think he was. 35, Crazy. 36. And, like, that's only five years from us. Yeah. Well, you know, like six, five, six years. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, it definitely makes you feel – like, death definitely makes you feel very mortal. Yeah. In such a powerful way. Yeah. Because you go – You've you like not only is it the pain and sorrow of like losing someone who's close to you, but it also like it also makes you realize that your your time could be up at any at any point in yeah. time. And that, I guess that's why we wanted to talk about this today, is because one one because I wanted to pay my respects and tributes to him, but two because if you're out there listening right now and you have you've lost someone recently or something like that, then it it, it is okay to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and well, it all ties into the things that we're always talking about. I mean, death is something that oh, it's always been a weird thing for me, man, because I've kind of like had moments of religious belief and moments of not and moments yeah. of, you know, like I've never really belonged to anything like that. Yeah. But I've, I guess I think I can't remember what they call it. Is it agnostic or whatever where you're like you, you, you believe yeah, pretty heavily agnostic. in like a, yeah. a spiritual afterlife or whatever or something for us after this life, but I just don't tie myself to any of these organized religions which is, because I think which, that is, which is the way that I think like people should be. I'm should not sitting be, here yeah. knocking Christianity or knocking Islam or I'm not knocking any religion. You do you. But like I think we've said this multiple times now. When it comes to religion, like the problem with religion is the manipulation of it. The, yeah. the values of every religion are basically the same. Yeah, it's just that compartmentalized and the whole – I mean I think I've said it on the podcast before but I'll say it all the time. But the first thing that – 
ever like because I mum used to try and take me to church and shit, and then I didn't like it. And, yeah. Uh, but then yeah, I remember Will Anderson, and he's like, oh, you know, I don't care if you're Muslim or you know Christian or whatever it is. Can we just stop killing each other over whether your imaginary friend's better than my imaginary yeah, friend? I was yeah, like, yeah. such a very broken down. But it, that's what it. That's the part of it that I don't like. Is yeah. that there's these people that are so ingrained by whatever it is that they then look down on. As I said, I, you know, on the subject, I, I went to a funeral. Uh, one time and it was a beautiful service and 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 then the the person who had um, passed away had found religion, you know, in his in his last moments, yeah. um, which is cool, you know, whatever that wasn't whatever the issue. helps you cope. Man. And the the priest or whatever he was, pastor or something, got up and the first part of what he said about the time he spent with this person was beautiful, and then all of a sudden, man, it just took this fucking turn where he was like, and if you want to see this person, you better find you know, God and whatever else. And, yeah. and just the the room, like the yeah. mood just changed yeah, so significantly because all of a sudden you were pushing this onto people. Yeah. Like using this it's man's like preaching over passing to be like, and if you want to see him in the afterlife, then you better fucking repent and whatever else. And I'm yeah. like, and it just like, nah, it just puts man. such a fucking sour note on an otherwise yeah. beautiful thing. And that for me is just the kind of example of why I don't want to be attached to anything, but yeah. you know, I don't want to just exactly right. to be, done when I'm done. Well, I don't want to be reincarnated either. Like this life's been so fucking sick to me. Like yeah. I want to be the the thing for me and this is what I, I like I just imagine that I'm just getting to fucking watch a TV of my fucking life and hang around yeah. with my mates. I'm like come over here, remember this fucking time. Yeah. Like and whoever's up there with me and family that's passed away. Like that's how I imagine it. Just some party in the fucking sky. Yeah. Um whatever that is because you know I I believe that there's enough of this I I, I feel like there's enough evidence of some sort of link between human beings and this spiritual world that exists in, you know, the, what we can definitely identify as people having some sort of psychic ability or being able to read people or being able to understand energies. Like I think there yeah. is a level of that. I think it's manipulated just like the religion and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got this genuine like connection with something, then it becomes bastardized and monetized and all of those things. So then it loses all of its core essence. Yeah. Um, but I believe that there is something there. I believe that there's a reason why we can feel the pain of someone. We can feel yeah. the energy of someone. We can feel a darkness. We can feel a happiness. Like all of those things are intrinsically because of this, 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 spiritual connection yeah and i personally believe that that is what carries us over into this other yeah dimension or see, whatever you see, want to call me, it see for me for me it's it's almost like um the the way that i see it is everything is just a projection of the same thing so consciousness itself is the only thing that exists and every person animal like every atom is just a different perspective or different viewpoint of that same consciousness so when you die or when you leave this third dimension, then if you've been a good human being or you've been a good, like, you know, you've been good essentially because I also believe in, in, in karma, the wheel of karma. Yeah. If you've given to others and you've led a life where you've tried to make people happy and spread love, then I believe that you're ready for the next journey, whether that be the fourth dimension, whether that be reincarnating into a better life, whether that be – look, we just don't know. But like – Maybe there's choices. Maybe interesting that's the thing. thing. Maybe that's yeah, well, that. that's right. Maybe maybe, maybe the part, whole maybe time – Maybe you don't want to look back on this horrible life and you've always tried to do something right and you want to just start something new or maybe you want to just kick back and fucking – and reflect on what you just went through. But Yeah, it's almost know. like this, in my, in my opinion anyway, this life here on earth is 
simultaneously the worst and the best thing you could ever experience. Yeah. Because um, how would you put it? You never know like let's, let, let, let's say if, if we're talking in like the law of one, like you've got like a third dimensional consciousness like us. You never know like once you die, you, you know how like, like that, you know like that meme of like an alien like rips a bong and then he like goes into some crazy world and then he wakes up. And, and, and then he wakes up like 15 minutes later and, and, his, and his friends are like, oh, how was it? And he was like, yo, it was crazy. I was a human being for 80 years. You never know if that's what it's going to be like. Yeah. You, it might be like you might pass and, you know, you'd accept your death or you, it's unexpected and you just you pass and then you go back to wherever you go, back to source, back to consciousness, back to Allah, God, where whatever the fuck you want to label it. And you you see whether you stood the test of time to those trials and tribulations, whether you let those trials and tribulations defeat you and become, be a selfish, greedy person or whether you defeat the trials and tribulations and be a selfless and service to others kind of person. And I guess at the end of the day, because I know personally like the, the most happiness that I get out of anything is giving to others and seeing other people's happiness. Well, this podcast, bro, like right now, while I'm, while we're talking about this, I'm like, I'm in my head. I'm going, fuck dude. This is like this, having this conversation and being able to share this with whoever the fuck's listening right now is why we're doing this. Yeah. It's not about fucking beating our own dicks or whatever. Like we're, we're wanting to bring some sort of conversation that might spark something in someone or because I used to be pretty heavily atheistic for a while as well. I think yeah. I got caught in the gimmicky, like, fun of, like, fucking mocking religion. Yeah. But the only way you can really do that is by being heavy, heavily, like, you know, fucking science, dude. Yeah, exactly then, I re- right. then when I started to, like, before I even got conspiratorial, yeah. it was more so I realised how depressing a life of just not li- not believing in anything after we're gone. Yeah. And when I was young, you kind of were like, ah, oh, whatever, I've got that long. And then when you start getting older and you're like, well, fucking who knows how long you've got. Maybe you want to start fucking believing in an idea that something else exists. It kind of changed my thing. And then, you know, when conspiracy kind of stuff came along and I started questioning the very fabric of fucking what they tell yeah, us in fucking science books anyway, itself. I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking... See, that's the thing. Hedge my bets on that. When when they say like, oh, where's the fucking proof of this? Like, where's the fucking proof of anything really at this point in time? Like, they just tell us what we fucking, what they think. That's the thing. I I believe that like, I do genuinely believe in science, but a lot of people think that science is like a hard yes, no answer to a certain question. Yeah. When science itself is referring to the scientific theory. Yeah. So like, Einstein knew that, fucking the, the laws of gravity or whatever, you know, ha- followed these certain laws. But then 200 y- years later, we've got the, the Large Hadron Collider, which has proven him wrong in certain aspects. 500 years from now, Who's half of our right? fucking physics will probably be proven wrong. Yeah, that's exactly So the thing right. is, is like, yes, you can sit here and say science is real and how can God not, be, how can God be real if science is the, the end all and be all when like you got to understand that it is just a theory and it always will be. Yeah, no different than like, anyone else's and some are more far-fetched than others and, and you know, it's about, you know, for me it ties into everything that we, it's about finding something that sits well with you, whatever that is. But right? if you're happy with it just being that, you know, 
this is the, what it is and when we're gone, we're gone and you can find some joy in that, then do you, man. Yeah, that's it. Um, it what didn't work for me when I had that kind of epiphany of like how depressing is it to think that, you know, I'm going to live this life and then it means nothing at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, so I, I've found this kind of, I guess, spiritual belief in that, you know, there is there is a benefit to being the kind of person that I that I want to be and setting the examples that I set and and spending the time that I do trying to help others and whatever else is yeah. is because it, it ends up being, you know, that fucking credit score to the yeah. earth when I'm done in a way, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. And again, if it's for nothing, then at least in my in my dying moments, if I have some consciousness left at that moment, I'm gonna know. Well, I fucking. I did everything that I, I, you know, well, pretty much. No, and that's the thing. You, you, you're never going to get it perfect. Do yeah. Um, you know, I've nipped twenty bucks out of my mum's purse before, but um, you know, your your uh, as long as you're in that forward motion for the majority of your life, then that that's and that's what I think a lot of people should be striving to achieve. Yeah. And they're the other things that I don't like about religion. You know, you can have people that don't affiliate with the religion being told they're going to burn in hell and then you've got some fucking convicted pedo finding God and told that he's going to, you know, he's yeah, fine well, now and he's being fucking, it, that's it. he's found salvation. So uh, that whole side of things is is not something that, uh, you know, you can't put a, a yes or no fucking thing where no. you draw those lines in a, in you know, being able to pick and choose that kind of shit. It's about... For me, it's about the the greater power of the universe making that decision for you based on yeah. your actions, not something. But it fucking- is about you and your higher self, it, it, and it is about the decisions that you choose, not about the way that someone else uses you. Yes, of course, you want your your mum, your dad, your best friends, your siblings, your your teacher, your boss, your whatever. You, yes, you want them to like you. Yes, you want them to respect you. Mm-hmm. And but at the end of the day. I know it's such a like flogged out saying and it's such a got such a meme thing to it, but like you do only live once. Like mm. so if you spend your whole life doing things to please others or doing things to give others a leg up but not yourself at the same time, then that's also wrong. Like yeah. so I was like while well, saying like I get the most joy out of helping others, but at the same time, I'm never going to do it to the point where it ma- detriment. detriment to me. Yeah, absolutely, you know? man. And that's that's the thing. It's all about balance, man. It's it all is. about it is. Um, finding that right, you know, frequency to vibrate at. And that's the thing, you know, I have, I've had times in my life where I have been just so much more worried about what everyone else, what's happening with everyone else and looking after everyone else that I was not caring for myself. Yeah. And now I try and find, especially now being a dad and whatever else, you know, I focus yeah. more on, what's happening immediately and then when I've with the energy that's left over and the time that's left over you try and then give to things like we're doing right here now you know yeah. having this conversation having the conversations we, we have about mental health um uh, to try and bring people you know something another way of looking at it another perspective um but you can't you can't just live for that because I mean they're the, they're the, the sometimes they can be the people that end up turning into the jaded bitter ones that end up being worse at a later part of their life because they yeah. just gave themselves and no one appreciated it and yeah and that's the thing when you're when you're not giving all of yourself you learn to be less like well you know if the time that you do spend you don't get it reciprocated it doesn't matter because you're not giving them everything of you like you know you, you have to find that right balance of like yeah, I'm giving man. you what I can give you without ever caring or worrying if it's coming back. Yeah. And when everyone finds that right balance, the the earth can be in fucking harmony. Yeah. And that's the problem with with the the grander scale of things and when it comes to everything, man, when it comes to humans or fucking pharmaceutical industries or governments or whatever, the skewed 
relationship between greed and doing things for the benefit of others is so heavily, particularly for like the rich and the one percent. Yeah, it's the greed is not ninety percent, hundred percent. They're service to self people, bro. Yeah, simple as that. Um, and there's not enough of there's not enough power and control in the people like myself and you and 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 you know the people that we love and the people that we see on the ground that have lived lives of of dedicating themselves to or as much as they can to the to the plight of others yeah. and they have no control in the world and that's yeah. literally it you know yeah. if we were surrounded and governed by a world that literally lived and existed for the benefit of the people instead of the benefit of themselves yeah. um and you know that's not a conspiracy dude like no. that's not that's not a fucking conspiracy that's not like this oh illuminati you know, that's just literally looking at fucking history, looking yeah. at wars where they send these people off to their fucking death yeah. for the benefit of them so that they can fill these contracts for fucking Boeing and Ford and whatever to make more fucking military stuff so that they can, you know, that vicious fucking military industrial industrial complex, yeah. everything, man, is is all about that benefit of the few. And so looking right down to a to a lower level, that's the when we talk about in our conspiracy episodes, it's why everything ties in, man. It does. It's it why does. Everything ties in. Everything ties in because why we where why we're telling you to speak to your friends is because you never know what's going to change or what's going to happen. But you also want to be speaking to your friends because you want to create this kind of avenue of having conversations and 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 talking about these things because you want to promote this like caring for others. And if more of the world cared about promoting the care for others. It, it, it all flows on, man. And that's yeah, the thing. Man. When people go, how can I change? This is ugh. People are like, oh, well, maybe I know the world's fucked or that this is fucked or that's fucked, but how? what am I one person going to do? Yeah. It fucking starts with the one person. Exactly right, bro. Exactly what we've just said. Yeah. That one person giving more fucks about what's happening with other people and then that then br- breeds that, uh, that mindset into others. Yeah. And then it fucking, you know, the happy uh, flower makes the other flower, you know. That's it, man. That kind of thing. Yeah. It does start with that one person. Yeah, it's fucking hard to reach the very tippy top of the fucking world, but we can. If everyone was worried about how the forward direction of society went. Yeah. um, If 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 and we say this all the time, if if their perspective was less zoomed in, if it was a bit, if it was a bit more zoomed out, and they could see that uh, the the actions that they do also affect others in almost every way. It's yeah, I don't know, man. I don't even know how to how to word what I'm trying to say. To be honest. Yeah. It's just, it, I, I guess it's just these, but these people that are at the top, they're so s- focused on themselves. And that's probably because that they grew up in these bloodline, you know, Illuminati deep state families. And that's just what they were taught. They were, yeah. They, it's, it, you know, and that's just how they think the world runs. They think that they're the top of the world because that's what they're taught. And maybe at the end of their current lives, they might reincarnate as a third world dude in India that has nothing. You never know, man. Well, that's and the that's thing. the thing is, is that, um, you know, you, it's the same with religion. You know, you think about the people that are fucking strapping bombs to them chest and blowing up buses and, yeah, or whatever else, or that, you know, have gone into the military and, and become so ingrained by what they're fucking taught that they've got no problem storming these houses in the Middle East and fucking taking out innocent people and yeah. whatever else is because you're just a byproduct of your of your surroundings and that's your it learning. man that, that and nature nature and nurture you know nature can only uh, do like develop you so much nurture is going to be what makes you choose the actions that you choose yeah so and i you know I, I just i love i love what we're doing here and i love the 
the conversations that have come out of this, you know, I talk about it all the time, like the people that I've reconnected with yeah, in my life as a result of doing this podcast. And, yeah. um, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this or you listen to other podcasts or whatever it is and you thought like, man, you know, a lot of people, I've spoken to a few people I've said you should come on and they're like, no, nah, I could never. But it, there's, there's no, like learning more about people's thoughts and ideas around this stuff is what I love about yeah. life as well, you know. A lot, a, lot, a lot of people think that just because they, they're not the kind of people that like lead interesting lives or, you know, have any crazy ambition that they wouldn't want to go and onto a mic and talk. Like there is literally nothing special about what we do, dude. Like we're just two dudes getting by, talking shit, hanging out, being mates, hanging out with our mates, meeting new mates that come on, yeah. and just living our life. And 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 the, and the passing of of my mate was was a big a big a big uh, like wake up call for that for that as well. Is like you you got to understand that like in your own mind you're special, but you're not at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. And you just have no idea how long you've got yeah. left. And- and look, I've talked about this many times, you know, I live my life in a way that the only thing that the legacy that I want to leave behind is that the people that I leave behind all have some sort of, you know, special memory or or something that they would love to share on yeah. that day or couldn't wait to, to have a chat about. And, you know, I feel like if unfortunately something happened to me tomorrow on the fucking way home tonight that I've already kind of achieved that. You know? Yeah, well, I think you have. Um, you know, I'm planning my 30th birthday and I'm thinking about all the awesome people that I'm hoping to share that day with and, and you know, it, it is something where I am already pretty satisfied. There's definitely parts of my life that I, I, I probably could have done differently and there's things that have happened. But that's made you who you are today, dude. And that's exactly right. You know, maybe I wouldn't have as, as much perspective or understanding yeah. of things had I not endured it. And, and I guess that's something that I've, you know, always and, – and for people that are going through things or going through loss or whatever else, like I guess the best thing that I can give you is to, to take the lesson from it like what we're talking about tonight – um, you know, sometimes it takes the, the, unfortunately it takes the tragic loss of someone or, or something like that to, to realign your perspective and to, it, to, as we said, draw yeah. that focus out and think about other things other than what's immediately going on. We get, just get so caught up. I'm, I'm oh, constantly banging onto Erica. I'm like, you just need to slow the fuck down yeah. and focus on the bigger picture of things. Stop worrying about the frustration of this immediate moment in time yeah. and realize that whatever it is is going to pass and that you're eventually everything is going to fucking fall into place. Then it's going to go chaos again. Yeah. But then it's going to and that it is this part of this way bigger cycle and that yeah. I the, the second part of the principle for me is having that moment that you know everyone would want to have that at my funeral but also being on my deathbed and feeling like I spent the most of my time happy. Yeah, you know? that's it, man. It's um, whatever about, shape yeah. that takes in. Yes, sometimes it might have been annihilating myself alcoholically. Sometimes it's staring at a beautiful view. Yeah. Um, you know, proposing to my girlfriend on one of the most serene fucking things on in, in Earth on Kangaroo Island, the place where I spent heaps of my childhood. Like yeah. just creating these kinds of moments in that's your it, life. The, Don't take them it. for granted. Um, yeah. tell your friends and family, your mum and your dad that you fucking love them. Don't hold yeah. back feelings, man. Yeah. But there is nothing to gain being vulnerable, being upset, being sad, realising that you're going to miss someone if they were ever gone and telling them how you feel. No one's ever. If anyone makes you feel silly for doing that, then they're probably They've not They've got someone. the problem within themselves. Yeah, and, and yeah. don't take that personally. If you reach out and someone's like, this is a bit weird, fucking let them make it be weird, but don't yeah. feel weird for don't doing feel, it yourself. Yeah, exactly Because right. there is nothing... When you when you 
reach out and it's reciprocated and someone goes, fuck, dude, you have no idea how much that means. Yeah. It's the greatest feeling in the world and the world needs more of it. So That's it, man. Um, well, I think we'll wrap it up here. And, 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 like, you've, and like you've just said, um, you never know. You just never know when you, it could be your end. It could be someone that you love's end. So do yourself a favor and after listening to this, just text someone. Just tell someone that you love them. Just tell someone. And, and if you think that you've got a problem, if you think, oh, you know, there's been a, like, you know, my, my, the, the mole in my arms getting bigger or, you know, I'm, you know, there's something in my neck that's been weird or whatever the fuck it is, just do yourself a favor and just get the peace of mind and, and go and go check it out. You know, I just got goosebumps literally then as you were saying that and I was thinking to myself like if something happened to me, the fact that Winston could come and listen to this podcast and know exactly what his dad was about yeah, and man. what he found funny, what he loved, what he believed in, the stupid fucking conspiracy theories that he talked about all the time, whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Like, you know, he's only four now and he knows me as the dickhead dad that's, you know, doing stupid shit with him to make <laughs> yeah. him laugh or whatever or, you know, yeah. smothering him in kisses or whatever it is, but he doesn't he doesn't know what it is. And it, it, I, that's what I love about this man. Yeah, one day he'll come back and listen to this. Yeah, day. one day he will probably call me a fucking dickhead, but um, <laughs> it... it it's something that exists now, you know. If something was to happen to me, he could listen to this very episode and take yeah. something out of um, my beliefs or, or look, my way of approaching this thing that might even help him. Yeah, you know? that's so it, man. I hope that this this um, has been a cool episode for everyone. Um, obviously, you know, share it around. If you've got someone who's going through something and you think that they could benefit from a couple of dickheads like us just trying to give it some some a great way to think about it or some perspective, let them know, tell them to check it out, tell them to message us and and um, yeah. thanks so much for, for always tuning in. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Catch you next week.